Malcolm Honline normally joins us for the weekly update around this time each and every Friday morning. Obviously, the weekly update is going to be a little different this week because um, we are asking everybody to continue supporting JMNAM so we can present the weekly update each and every Friday. Uh, but Malcolm will join us here at JM and the AM. He is the Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Mr. Honline, welcome back to JM and the AM. Oh, it's good to be back with you and good to be back here after an extended stay, but uh, I'm always uh, pleased to be able to be here, especially during the marathon. It must have been amazing meeting all those listeners in Spain and Israel who tune in each week on the Internet to hear our conversation. That must have been incredible. Spain and Greece and so many places where we went that uh, oh, I, I couldn't believe the scope of the listenership. You've pointed out to us, by the way, that rabbinic leaders and in general people who get an opportunity to address either through email or through you know uh, sermons or lectures, etc., a large constituents uh, make sure to tune in each week. Uh, this is where they get the latest. This is where they get the perspective from our community about what's happening in terms of world events. It's not unusual for you to hear from people in different corners of the world who make sure to tune in just so they can be informed. It's not only not unusual, it's becoming more and more commonplace. I don't take it for granted, but uh, so many places I go and people come up to me and say that they listen every Friday and that they how much it means to them and to be able to talk to their families about what is going on during the week, and uh, appreciate the fact that we try to give facts, not screaming and not uh, just exhortations, but to give them the background and the insight into what is going on. And there are very few places that they can get it, certainly in as timely a fashion. And I think uh, people, while they appreciate the music and all the news and all the other things you bring them, uh, I think having a vehicle where people can tune in, not just on Fridays, but you have other guests on during the week who bring them up-to-date information and insight into what's going on. And it never was more important. The issues are so complex and so complicated. There are so many challenges uh, that having access to information is more important than ever. 1-800-989-9368. Mr. Homeline gives you the reasons. I'll give you the way to support JM in the AM. You call now, 1-800-989-9368. If you find this segment and other segments valuable, we need your help in keeping them going. Support this radio station now at 1-800-989-9368 or by logging on to jmintheam.org, and you'll see the instant pledge box toward the top of the page. Support us now. Keep the weekly update and all the other things we do here on a daily basis uh, going, I like to say, as as simple as this may sound, I like to say that this is the forum because we know you're on a million other media outlets, obviously, and are constantly. But this is the forum where you get the opportunity to speak to a no, to a to a primarily Jewish. Don't want to shut out our non-Jewish listeners, but a primarily Jewish and primarily um, uh, thoughtful about Israel audience. This is your opportunity on a weekly basis to address that very important segment of, uh, of America and the world. If people want to keep that going, we need the funds to keep this radio station on the air. 1-800-989-9368. Malcolm, one of the challenges when you come on during our fundraiser is that I feel it's an obligation to at least address one or two 
of the issues that are in the news and that are dominating the news right now. And the question, of course, is with 400 news items important to our community, which should I choose? So I'll choose this one uh, before we again pitch and ask people to call up and support JM and the AM. And that's, of course, the situation in the Ukraine. Uh, you've always told us that if you look closely enough, you'll see, number one, that often history repeats itself. And number two, if you look closely enough, you'll realize you're living through history. And it looks like now we're living through a very important change that that could or might or might not happen uh, in terms of Russia and the Ukraine. What is the latest? What could you tell our audience that they should know regarding the situation there? Well, it's, it, again, we're dealing with a situation that's in flux, that uh, there are developments every hour of the alleged Russian intervention, Russian troops, uh, especially in the Crimea. And um, I, I spoke about it and said that the Russians will never allow the Crimea to, to fall into hands that they, don't, they feel are alien because they have big uh, naval bases and big military investment there. Uh, <coughs> and the local government is talking now about uh, instituting a referendum, so you could have a movement towards a divided Ukraine. The 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 Jews have uh, not really been a focus of attention. There were some minor incidents at a shul where there was a firebomb, but locals tell us that uh, so far there hasn't been. But there is great concern about what the next stages will build as be as frustration builds. We know the history in the Ukraine. Um, there were incidents of attacks on some rabbinical students and rabbis and others over the past month. And um, it's a situation that we're closely monitoring. There are people who have called for the Jews to leave, others who have called on them to stay and be cautious. <coughs> Sorry, but I think the most important uh, thing right now is that, that we be in a position to be prepared. They have sent security assistance. Uh, from Israel to help the, the local communities guard their institutions. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Wow. But it, well, it's private, not government. Right. Not Understood. Israeli army, but although there are Israeli army personnel who have been involved in some security operations as private citizens, the and that became a big issue there too. Then they started blaming the Mossad, of course, and right away looking for the the scapegoat uh, for. Well, what's been happening there. This is something that's been in the making. It's not over. This is going to continue, I think, to be a situation of unrest. Uh, we'll have to see whether the central government can really uh, pull off a transition to, with a free election uh, that uh, will help bring things back. But, but the underlying cause, the economy, is in ruins, and they need huge amounts of, uh, of an infusion of funds. And I'm not sure that that's going to be forthcoming. You know, Russia had promised them a lot of money and had been paying some of the bills. This is, I think you're going to see a rise in the price of oil there coming from Russia, et cetera, when they want to punish them. So, I mean, if I would ask you if this is going to escalate into a massive geopolitical explosion, the answer is yes or no? A massive, I don't know. I mean, Ukraine has great significance to Russia, it has less significance to the European Union, which, again, the response to the situation was so muted, and, and uh, their inability to, to really intervene early on, which might have helped stave off uh, some of the uh, now uncertainty, and, and it's reflective of what's happening everywhere in the world, where the West is just not responding and not, uh, and not acting as, uh, as powers in the world to help a local population or to help in the various circumstances all over the world. 
America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Um, uh, Malcolm Honline is with us. The only way this radio show, the weekly update, and everything that we present on a weekly basis in terms of Fridays and on a daily basis in terms of every single day, Monday through Friday, is through your support. 1-800-989-9368. 1-800-989-9368. Keep us going here. Um, as you know, uh, Malcolm, uh, uh, some close friends of this radio show, one of whom we've already met this morning, uh, are from the country of Iran. Um, we spoke to uh, uh, Moshe earlier, who is from Iran. Uh, Dr. Joe Rosazada is here this morning, who we're about to speak with, who I believe you actually have spoken to in the past, if I'm not mistaken. He is from Iran. And uh, good morning, Joe. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. And um, I, I, I know that a lot of this you don't like to speak about uh, publicly uh, when it comes to this issue, but is there anything, is there any message you would give? to people who are living in this country who still have relatives and friends right now in Iran with the situation the way it is and the way you describe it to us week after week? Is there something you would say publicly in terms of a message back to their friends and relatives? The message has been the same one we've been trying to communicate and the community here has been trying to communicate, and that is to get them out, that they have to leave while they can. There's no guarantee about the future. We see uh, the situation there continuing the economic situation while we see some numbers that indicate you know the market is up the stock market or the real the fact is that the economy is still in ruins when it comes to people there are long lines for food packages there are uh, the, the unemployment is very very high uh, they are still investing in their nuclear program they're continuing unabated the uh, we see the the continuing involvement in terrorism regionally and around the world and in fact growing reports of, of their activities. The militarization of their nuclear program was supposed to be the subject of the report of the IEA, and it seems that they withheld the International Atomic Energy Agency, and they withheld that report, which was an update of the November 2011 report, where they exposed the reality of what is happening. And the PMDs, the possible military dimensions, which were supposed to be the focus, would have shown how far and the extent of Iran's program. So the the nice face on this regime belies the reality that okay. that Rouhani and his cohorts continue the same anti-Semitic ranting and raving against Israel, against the Jews, against uh, the Holocaust. That he he made a comment on the Holocaust and then had to appear before the Parliament, uh, you know, to defend his uh, condemnation of the Holocaust. So. Things have not fundamentally changed. The messages right. people should get out. Right. Not not to simplify things, but now I want to turn to Dr. Joe Rosazada and ask him what happens when you communicate this message that Malcolm just said to people who are in the Jewish community of Iran. So unfortunately, the way I see it is that they they really are scared. Like the people here, who are living here, are scared to like transmit that message to them because they feel like oh, the phone is being tagged or whatever it is. Mm. You know, like recently, like let let uh, about two three months ago, you know, Baruch Hashem, we were able to send fill in, but we were so scared to send this fill in to them when they needed it because we were worried that you know, the, you know, like like about ten fifteen years ago, as we know, whatever the thirteen they they call them thirteen spies right. that were really you know like just because we sent fill into them they were they said oh they're sending stuff from israel and whatever it is so i think that a lot of the population of the jewish 
Iranian community here is very, very scared to communicate that message to them. Malcolm, I'm sure you... Uh, Absolutely true. Right. And uh, we're, we're, not, we're not asking people just to pick up the phone and do it. But right. there are ways. There are people who go into Iran. We've uh, talked to people who went around to the shuls in Iran who have tried to give them the message. The community here is, is phenomenal. That We work very, very closely with them, as the doctor knows, and uh, on the Iran 13 and the Iran 10 and, unfortunately, on others. Uh, we ha- uh, he's absolutely right about how you communicate the message, but what the message is, we all certainly agree. Malcolm, I thank you. Stay tight for a moment today. As you know, is my father's yard site. I want your next message to be about Jewish continuity and the, this radio programs and other similar, if there is such a thing as a similar uh, means, its, its role in Jewish continuity. We'll get that from you in a moment. 1-800-989-9368. Malcolm, we're going to wrap up with you, and I thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't mind, as as I mentioned to you, you know today is uh, my father's yard site, which obviously is always tied into this fundraiser for obvious reasons for those who know the story. How about a message to wrap up this segment and encourage our listeners to call about Jewish continuity? What could be a better metaphor than the transmitter? that the whole idea of our responsibility in life is transmitting from one generation to the next and to communicate both our values, our heritage, our culture. And we see today how important, we look at all the pew polls and other studies and all these things, which I don't take as seriously as others, but certainly the message is clear that we have an alienated generation when you can hear kids, even in a Jewish school, calling for a Palestinian speaker and that they, we have to find means and ways of strengthening their identity with the community, their knowledge about Israel and the issues that are going on, that if we lose the next generation, then we have no future. And the, the whole emphasis of Judaism on education and on communication between generations, talking about parents, grandparents, so all of the grandparents who are listening and want their grandchildren to be able to have a place to tune in and listen to decent music and good information and be able to get it in a palatable way. The parents who care about what their kids are listening to and educating themselves, and especially these Friday morning shows, which are all unrehearsed, and believe me, I have to be prepared for anything Nachum Siegel can think of, and sometimes he thinks of things that would never be able to anticipate, uh, but the time he puts into it and preparing for, for it, and we do, it's because we know that thousands of families on tonight and tomorrow will sit down with their kids and will talk about what they heard. And there's nothing more important than preparing this next generation to meet the challenges. The problems are serious. The challenges are great, but they can be overcome. And the first way is through information and knowledge. So if building a transmitter, not just a physical transmitter, but having this vehicle to transmit information and our heritage, our values, our traditions is so important, and it takes such a small investment in order to make sure that it continues. Malcolm, I thank you for that, and I hope everyone continues to call 1-800-989-9368 and give generously this morning. We want to make this a great day here at JM and the AM. We hope to uh, actually see you next week. If not, I'm sure that we'll have another message from you at some point during our fundraiser. Have a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you. There he is, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations.